Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Haley, one of the Republican candidates, is calling for mental competency tests for those politicians over the age of 75. What do you think about that? Ridiculous. Would your husband ever take one of those? (laughs) I mean, we haven't even discussed. We would never even discuss something like that. Jill Biden wants nothing to do with the idea of a competency test. I I I don't know why. I don't know why she would be opposed to such a thing. Seems to me that it would be um, pretty standard. A lot of times in society, we have a competency test. The correct argument, however, is that a competency test is not something that we apply to the candidate. The competency test is what we apply to the people when they vote for the candidate. She doesn't know how to answer this question. It's because she's playing too much defense. Methink thou dost protest too much. That's the story. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on? It's good to be back. Good. Right now the voice feels good. I don't, I don't know. Man, it was rough coming back from CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, and my thanks to Relay Indiana for all their sponsorship, RelayIndiana.com. We've got more videos uh, that'll be uh, coming out, and we'll be putting them out there from conversations. I caught up uh, with Congressman Dan Bishop, who is one of the leaders in the fight against Kevin McCarthy being Speaker. Uh, I'll share that interview with you, my conversation with Representative Byron Donalds. Uh, I've got that as well as long as my conversation, along with my conversation with Representative Kat Kamiga, Florida, who I really like. I'm thinking about bringing her out to Indiana for an event. She, she's, she's weirdo neat. She is, she is. Kat Kamik <laughs> makes me chuckle. But there is a, there's a really interesting brain going on under there, and and it's just. I don't even know if the ideas are are the ones that are most fresh. It is the ability to focus amongst the noise that I find most I- impressive, really and, and truly do. But but we'll get uh, to that. The correct answer is Americans are the competency test. That's how it happens. That's how you go about it. The people voted for my husband. Are you calling the people incompetent? That's really not a smart idea, Nikki Haley. And that's how you turn it, and that's how you win. I swear to you, I can't believe I have to teach politics to a woman who's been in the business this long. But sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Politics need to be taught to Representative Ocasio-Cortez, who put herself out there in a most embarrassing way about Amazon's HQ2. How ignorant, how ignorant she is. Of course, a lot was made of Amazon. Deciding we're going to make a new headquarters and you can bid on it. A lot of people did a lot of bidding. States were like, we want HQ2. I remember this was a big subject here in in my beloved Indiana where we never actually been able to see what the offer was. We have no idea what the state of Indiana offered Amazon. But there was a question being asked here. Do we really want this? 
It was going to be like 50,000 jobs. Is this what we really want? Well, maybe it's not worth all the giveaways. That's where some people were at. Other people, uh, they were cutting more to the bone. The last thing I want is to bring 50,000 Californians to my city. My city is going to be unrecognizable in five years because these Californians never learned their damn lesson. You ruined the state with your pathetic voting, you progressive freaks. Stop doing it to other places. Like a virus, you come in and you go about saying, hmm, California was unlivable. Hey, let's move to Idaho. A lot of Californians moving to Idaho, for example. And let's try to enact the same exact rules we had in California. This is why I've said, I've said this many, many times. You move to the state of Indiana. And you don't get to vote in any local races for three years. You can always vote for president. You can always vote for your member of Congress. Can't vote for governor. Can't vote for mayor. Can't vote for town council. Three years to learn the place. Then you can vote. I, 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 I don't know why. I don't know why that's a, that's a problem. I would never stop you from voting for president. But you, you, you can't. Now, of course, no one would ever take my idea. You understand that. But conceptually, it's about learning the place. Why did you move here? It's clearly better than where you were. That's why you came. It's why people come from Bogota, Colombia to the United States, because every place in the U.S. is better than Bogota, Colombia. That's not being anti-Colombian. That's fact. And I don't know why facts are so incredibly difficult for people, which will get me into a whole conversation about the ACLU. Holy crap. The level of defense of the ACLU and the level of defense of the idea that children should be allowed to go through gender-affirming care, which is mutilation, It's it's unreal. People have really lost their humanity in this case. What? We're just letting children be who they really are. They are who they really are. They are who they really are. Your belief is that medical science will make them who they really are, not the millennia of of humanity, of existence of the human species. How they feel is different than who they are. They are who they are. Now they have to work on how they feel and find a place for it. Those are two very different conversations. But I I, I will get to it. Back to uh, Amazon HQ2. Man, everybody was looking at figuring out how to get this deal. New York wanted to figure out how to get this deal. And it was Representative Ocasio-Cortez who did everything in her power to prevent it from happening. She didn't want it. No, we don't need these corporatists. We don't need this stuff at all. How we don't, we don't want their, their, their terrible nonsense. It's a waste of public money, and, and we shouldn't give them anything. And Amazon didn't go to New York. It went to Virginia. Which is not surprising. They're going to apply more and more pressure to, uh, to D.C. folk, which is to say elected officials and those around them, and work to be able to get this contract and that contract and the other contract. Makes perfect sense that they would move there. Well, now it turns out that the D.C. project that they're building, which is really in Virginia, um, it's, it's delayed. Right, Amazon has cut jobs, as every tech company has, and the construction is delayed. And Representative Ocasio-Cortez is now thrilled. 
I know I'll never get an apology for that time when she opposed it, but it was worth it. We protected New Yorkers from a scam deal to drain public dollars from schools and infrastructure in exchange for empty promises of Amazon jobs with zero guarantees or guardrails. Sadly, cities who took it are suffering. Now, they've already hired 8,000 employees in HQ2. They have let people go. Yeah, many companies have let people go. Remember, if Representative Ocasio-Cortez had her way, you wouldn't be allowed to let someone go. There have been conversations across the country about the idea that we should uh, force uh, companies to explain why they're um, removing people, firing people, um, relieving people of their jobs. What's laying off people? That I couldn't remember the term, laying off people. Why they're laying off people. They should have to prove to us why they're doing it. Otherwise, we shouldn't let them. You mean I have to keep them on the payroll? All right, the whole company will close. The whole company is shut down. And they would rather this. The left would rather this, their total lack of understanding of the economy. This brings us to Representative Ocasio-Cortez. One could argue we don't think the giveaways are worth the return. I think that's an argument, and people can agree or disagree about it. But it's weird. It's awkward. It's gross to cheer, to literally cheer the idea of the stall and jobs not coming. It's weird to cheer the idea that you didn't bring jobs to where you live. That is awkward stuff. And let's be clear, this economy is not in a good place. This economy is 100% not in a good place. I don't know if you caught this uh, on, on CNN. Larry Summers. Larry Summers was part of the... Um, Clinton world, and I and I should say the really the Obama world, and he was the Treasury Secretary from uh, two thousand nine to two thousand from two thousand nine from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand one. This is Larry Summers on the economy. Um, the data will record that the Fed underestimated inflation and underestimated how much policy was going to be necessary. That's a risky thing because historically we don't tend to be able to engineer soft landings from significant uh, inflation. And so my guess is that at some point the Fed will push and push. We will not get inflation accelerate and skyrocket out of control. But my guess is that the process of bringing down inflation will bring on a recession. He's not the first person to say that. And he won't be the last. That in order for the inflation to get under control, you're going to see recession. Does Representative Ocasio-Cortez see this as good as well? Or is it for her just another opportunity to say, you know, if only the rich people would pay their fair share. If only the rich people would pay their fair share, none of this would be happening. She's a 
She's a treat. But then again, Representative Ocasio-Cortez has a whole nother bunch of serious, serious issues. Like, for example, the Met Gala. Remember when she wore the dress to the Met Gala and it said, tax the rich? She is surrounded by millionaires and billionaires. She worked her magic to get in and get a ticket. And how'd she get the ticket? And she's going to say, tax the rich. There's now an ethics investigation into her getting a ticket, which is like $35,000. It was, uh, was $35,000 ticket, $35,000 uh, for two people. So seventeen five a, a ticket, as is reported. Um, it's being reported uh, that she begged to go. She figured out a way to push people into giving her tickets. And then there's a second story, which is... She never expected to pay for the dress. Now, I got to double check that. Did she think that the dress from the designer who had the tax problems, right? The designer had the tax problems. Um, did she think she should get the dress for free? A dress that had a value of over $10,000 the Brooklyn designer gave to her for a build cost of a $1,300 rental. Turns out, as Miranda Devine writes the story, her campaign staff talked to the designer and got the price down to 300 bucks. That's right. Representative Ocasio-Cortez values labor. And so she demanded that the price of a $10,000 dress that was already discounted to a $1,300 rental be knocked down to 300 bucks. And not only did she get the tickets by becoming a, uh, through Vogue and becoming guests of Vogue's, she wanted to be able to say she was a guest of Anna, meaning Anna Wintour, the longtime editor of Vogue. So Representative Ocasio-Cortez doesn't care about labor, doesn't care that get labor gets paid, and doesn't care about the rules. She only cares that she's amongst the right people in the right dress, doing all the special things that the other people can't afford, and being able to brag about it to her friends. And while she's doing that, she says, eh, jobs for New York. <laughs> Who gives a crap? You now know who she is. When Joe Biden doesn't know how to respond to Nikki Haley, you can say to yourself, huh, all that time in D.C. and they haven't learned anything. When you realize the kind of person Representative Ocasio-Cortez really is, you say to yourself, yeah, I saw that. Only the fool didn't. Maybe I should say it differently. Now that you see it too, act accordingly with Representative Ocasio-Cortez and her followers. I'm Tony Katz. So Twitter might be down or Twitter might not be down. Uh, What Ryan and I have figured out here is that on our phone, it's working just fine. 
for the rest of society, uh, they don't know which end is up. They haven't been able to tell anybody how woke they are in the last minutes. They haven't been able to be outraged by something that happened to somebody else in a place they don't know about, about a subject they don't know about, but they have to show that they're outraged in order to, you know, uh, be, be accepted. So, you know, there, there, there's a lot going on when, when Twitter goes down. There's a tremendous amount going down. I got to get into a full uh, CPAC recap, right? I got to do it. I will. I, I, I will do a full CPAC recap, recap. But while the conservative political action conference was going on, uh, DeSantis was in California and some other places. Uh, he was at the Reagan uh, Library, which if you've never been to in Simi Valley, is spectacular. And uh, he had some uh, some good singers. I know you guys got a lot of problems out here, but your governor's very concerned about what we're doing in Florida, so I figured I had to come by. He's right. Gavin Newsom is only talking about Florida because what's he supposed to say? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the state of California sucks. I mean, it's just bad. Everyone will tell you it is bad, and everyone you speak to, one way or another, has a plan to leave if they haven't already left. There is a plan to get the heck out of Dodge. And they're not wrong. They're absolutely correct. Who could stay? Who could possibly want to set to stay? Uh, there's a poll out, and I'm never a guy for for polls. But I thought it. I I, I should at least share it. And I'll let you guys decide what you think uh, yourselves. Sixty-one percent believe Feds helped incite Capitol riot. A thousand likely voters. Conducted at the end of February, margin of error, uh, plus or minus 3%, 95% level of confidence, um, 70% of Republicans, 57% of Democrats, and unaffiliated voters believe it is at least somewhat likely that undercover government agents help provoke the Capitol riot. Now, I don't think you needed a poll for this. Maybe some people are going to be shocked by this. Maybe some people are going to be like, wait, Really? They hadn't thought of the question themselves. I would, I would say to you that this is just another example of the lack of trust that people have in the institutions. We have seen the FBI infiltration of this and infiltration of that, and then you learn that they're the ones who were trying to provoke the thing so they can then arrest people. As opposed to something's happening so you engage infiltration to get information about what it is that they're doing. Big difference between that and the FBI actually in engaging in the ginning people up to the moment, right? Big, big difference in the things. The people believe it. They don't have faith in their government at all. They don't have faith in the institutions at all. Now, in this case, the reason is because they've seen it happen before. So why couldn't it have happened again? Of course it could have happened again. In other cases, it's because, well, the same exact thing. The IRS did go after people and prevent their free speech. The FBI did lie about its confidential sources regarding Trump, Trump, Trump. The DOJ did go after parents calling them domestic terrorists. Don't be surprised. 
We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. That was just some of Donald Trump at CPAC. His speech at CPAC actually moved people because his speech at CPAC was policy-based. And people were not expecting that. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669, that's the number. Oh, and, and, and we should be clear, that crowd, all about Trump. You did not see uh, at, at uh, CPAC any Ron DeSantis anything. No Ron DeSantis flags, no DeSantis t-shirts. The I saw two girls, two young women, in t-shirts that said Florida where woke goes to die. And Ron DeSantis is taking it on the chin in 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 this. I mean, it's just it's absolutely positively nonstop about People being upset with him for being anti-woke. Oh, Ron DeSantis is so anti-woke. At least they're admitting that woke is a thing and an issue. And they've decided to be anti-woke is, of course, to be racist. And it it gets crazier and, and worse from there. It really does because they start, uh, one of them, this was over at uh, MSNBC, started pushing the idea that what what you're seeing at a place like CPAC oh I had the audio too it, it's just a it's just a gathering of sexual predators you're like I'm sorry are, are, is is this what you're doing you really you really want to say something like that are are you sure Like, you've gone so crazy about Ron DeSantis and so crazy about Trump that there's there's a total disconnect from being rational. This was an MSNBC guest. About CPAC. Let's be clear what anti-woke means. It's anti-black. And I think people are very reluctant to say it, but I don't mince any words. And that's the truth. That's their way of, you know... Sounding the dog whistle without being ex- extremely explicit. And let's all- let's be extremely explicit because, you know, that's just the way I talk. Look, she's so tough. I just say it the way it is. The most, the most woke people, sorry, got a little choked up there. The most woke people in America, liberal white women. I'm anti-woke because I'm sick and tired of liberal white women and all their damn lecturing. Most importantly, I'm sick and tired of liberal white women lecturing to black men. It's gross to watch. Leave them be, let them live their lives and stop thinking you know better than them about what's best for them. They're grown-ass men. They'll do their own thing. Nothing more totally frustrating than liberal white women. 
Holy, see, I'm going to lose the voice. See, there it is. There it is. On a normal day. On a normal day. I, I could be talking about the liberal white women from now until now until at least tomorrow. But, but now, now the voice is, oh, it's already punching me in the face. But this woman understands that it's really just like a dog whistle. It's not. Everyone knows that the worst woke people are liberal white women. But let this let this lunatic woman on MSNBC continue. Also not ignore the fact that CPAC has become a gathering of sexual predators. Let's be honest. Matt Schlapp, the chairman, was sued for $10 million for um, allegedly groping a male staffer on the Herschel Walker campaign. And then he shares a stage with Jim Jordan, who allegedly covered up sex crimes at Ohio State. And then he was followed by Matt Gates, who was just investigated by the FBI for teen sex trafficking. And then he was followed by Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's an adulteress. And then Lauren Boebert, who brags about carrying a Glock around Congress and just this week threatened to blow up metal detectors. And then finally, tonight, we have Trump, a serial rapist. And so this is the party that claims to be the party of Christian family values. And I had nothing to say or do but laugh at that. Now, any rational host hearing that interrupts this woman immediately because you know this woman is going to get you in serious trouble. The char the the allegation against Matt Schlapp of CPAC is that he did that he groped a man. Um I did see Matt Schlapp when I was there. He did not come on the show, which is standard. He doesn't come on the show. He, it, it it takes a lot of pulling and really kind of like like getting rough and tumble with his staff. He'll 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 do the DC based shows, right? He's got you know that's his home turf, and he does like the the, the some some bigger uh, markets, right? He'll do his Florida market. He'll do uh, some other markets. I don't know. I always think it's a Midwest thing. I don't actually think it's me, and I think he's wrong. And I have said so before. What's he going to do? Not invite me or tell me I can't come? Whatever. I don't want to be mad at the dude, because because when we do talk, it's it's lovely. I did see him a couple days later at CPAC to him and his wife, Mercedes, who I've done TV work with, are walking one direction, I'm walking the other. He has security. He stopped to say hello, shook my hand, had a quick conversation because he was on his way to something. So it's not that we have this, this bad relationship to the extent that we have any relationship at all outside of CPAC. Um, based on people I know, like, and trust... Do I think that that match lap was engaged in some level of sexual impropriety? No, I actually don't. Because the sources um, that that I know who are connected, who I would never r- reveal, um, they believe they've got the story pretty cold, that the person making this allegation is a problem and has their own history. And I think it's interesting that there's been no follow-up from the political left on it. There are these kinds of bombs that are thrown, but there's nothing else that has come of it. Now, do I think that the allegations put a pall on things and were a cloud over the events and why some people didn't show up? Yes, I absolutely positively do. But these are allegations, solely allegations. The allegations against Jim Jordan, never proven. The allegations against Representative Matt Gates dropped. The DOJ said they wouldn't bring charges. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is an adulteress? Have you not met Bill Clinton, you freak of a human being, on MSNBC, you lunatic?
I'm sorry. I, 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 you will uh, understand that I have now called this woman names twice, and that's very, very uh, non-characteristic, uncharacteristic uh, of me. But my gosh, listen to everything she's saying. Uh, Lauren Boebert carries a Glock with her around Congress. You think that's a problem? Only on MSNBC could someone think that's a problem. Here's what the rest of America is saying. Woohoo! Go, Lauren! Doing great! No one thinks that's an issue. And Donald Trump? Again, should I mention Bill Clinton? Do we really want to look into the president's relationship and how he got into the relationship with his second wife, Jill Biden? Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Jill Biden? I, I don't think you want to do this. But neither here nor there. This puts MSNBC in a horrific position because this woman is making serious allegations to which the only answer is lawsuit. So this is how she ended. And check out the gap of time before the host responds the way a professional needs to respond at this moment. A serial rapist. And so this is the party that claims to be the party. By the way, I should note that Donald Trump is not a serial rapist. Uh, that, is, that is lawsuit worthy. But, but let me now go back to where she says that and check this out a serial rapist. And so this is the party that claims to be the party of Christian family values. And I had nothing to say or do but laugh at that. I just I just want to be clear here, though, you know, that it's important to put out there. We, we understand the accusations that have been made against, of course, um, the former president, um, Lindy. And of course, I understand your passion in this topic as well. But I want to be clear, of course, that that None of that has actually rung true um, as of yet. Just they've all been accusations um, so far. Lindy Lee, thank you. Susan Del Percio, um, thank she, What she wanted to say is these are only allegations. These are only allegations. We're not making any claims here at MSNBC. Please don't sue us. And that huge gap before she responds. I mean, this, this goes on for like forever. Laugh at that. I just, I just want to be... And the breath. Oh, how am I going to handle this? I don't know the name of the host there on, on this segment, but she handled it properly ipso facto, meaning she should have jumped in and said, hold on a second, you're making allegations here. These are allegations. These haven't been proven. You can't call uh, a CPAC, even if you don't like them, a gathering of sexual predators. We can't do that. Susie, let me go to you and ask you this. That's how it should have been handled. It should have been stopped. If MSNBC has this guest back, they're out of their heads. But I think what this really gets into is the level of out of head people are on the political left, certainly about the political right. I think that much is very, very true. They're out of their heads. And if you think that things are going to get better you are out of your mind. And look at what it is that they are focused on. Because what they're focused on leads us to what are they avoiding. This brings us to Anthony Fauci. 
and this story about this this paper that was commissioned. And it was commissioned to disprove the Wuhan lab leak. Miranda Devine has the reporting. I'll go through you as go through it with you as simply as I can. Fauci worked to create a paper that said that the that the coronavirus, the COVID, did not come from a lab leak, and then utilized that paper on stage with Donald Trump to say that it did not come from a lab leak. Fauci asked somebody, commissioned uh, the paper, as as Miranda Devine reports it, a paper to disprove that the virus leaked from a lab in Wuhan. Then had final approval over the paper. Then utilized that paper in a in comments he made next to President Donald Trump to say it did not leak from a lab in Wuhan, China. The level of untrustworthy. You want to talk about all the failings of the people who spoke at CPAC? Great. We can talk about all the failings of all the members of Congress, if you choose. I can talk about Eric Swalwell, who slept with a Chinese spy, although there's no proof of it, because I don't believe he's man enough to sleep with a Chinese spy. We can talk about Richard Blumenthal, who lies about his Vietnam service. Elizabeth Warren, who lied about being Native American. Bernie Sanders, who is a freaking communist. Or I could talk about Joe Biden, his relationship to Hunter Biden, and all those business associates, and questions about why he isn't engaging in sanctions against, for example, some Russian billionaires, or is it because those billionaires have some level of connection via emails and other writings to Hunter Biden and his business dealings? I mean, if we're going to cover all the problems that everybody has, I'm in favor of covering all the damn problems. I have no problem with this. Let's go. Let's do it all. But we're not going to talk about, regardless of your politics, Dr. Anthony Fauci commissioning a paper that he then uses as a shield to not allow a detailed exploration into whether or not China is responsible for releasing COVID via a lab leak, especially considering that money was given to a group from Dr. Anthony Fauci called the, the Eco Health Alliance. Uh, Dr. Peter Drasik, Dasik, sorry, D-A-S-Z-A-K, and $600,000 went to the Wuhan Virology Lab that was clearly engaged in gain-of-function research, the manipulation of viruses to see what else they can do. Are you kidding? Your politics are so radical. Your politics are are so criminally insane. You have lost so much of your humanity and supplanted it with your sickly ideology that you don't think it's a problem that a doctor who gave money that led to the gain-of-function research that possibly led to COVID-19 had a paper commission to keep himself out of trouble and read that as a source in front of the President of the United States who he clearly wasn't telling the truth to? Tell me more about your problem with the CPAC speakers. <laughs> oh, I laugh because the crying doesn't sound good on radio. I'm Tony Katz.
blog post talking about possibly running for president yes. recently. You yeah. said change is inevitable in this country. We are either going to have a peaceful revolution or a violent one. What do you mean by that? Excuse me, did you not cover January 6th? Yes, so I What is happening in this country is that people who, who are experiencing vast amounts of economic fear, anxiety, when you have this much economic anxiety and millions and millions of people experiencing that kind of desperation. Do you think January 6th was about economic anxiety? No, I did not say that. Well, but I do think that the election of President Trump the first time in many ways was, just as I feel that the support of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump both said to the American people, I understand your rage. I understand your upset with an obviously economically rigged system. That's Marianne Williamson. You know the one with the crystals who ran for president? As a Democrat in in 2020, she's running again. I Look, my job is to share what's going on. I shared it. And honestly, I hope there are debates. I pray that there are debates. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.